Eileen Gifford got the district nurse, so she was well looked after. Tony and Muriel Osborne were miserable with a straight-laced couple, and Frank Emmett was spoilt forever by two doting spinsters. Harold and Alan Packham wrecked the house of a retired couple who suffered in silence, thinking they were doing their bit for the war effort. As for Jack and I... Oh! Nobody took you two, then? No. no. Oh, oh dear. And that was when Auntie Rose entered our lives. <sighs> what a day! I'm all behind like the cow's tail. You're just in time, Annie Rose. Jack's outside with the taxi. Yeah, I'll take this one, yeah. Ow, that's my hair. Yes, boy. Could do with a cut, too. Do you want to come with me? You've got to take my brother, too. Got to? Yeah, Mum said we've got to stay together, she said. Did she now? Yes. Are you his brother? Yes, we're staying together. Are you now? Have you got any others, Mr Yarnscombe? They be the last two left. Only we haven't got room for two. She doesn't want us. You better take one, then. We'll find somewhere for the other one. We've got to stay together. Both of us. You see, boys, we got two soldiers from Dunkirk in the back room. You could have had my son Gwyn's room. He's a soldier, too. Only he's home on leave just now. Five of you... Only three beds. We're staying together, our mum said. Well, if your mum said, that must be right, mustn't it? You'll have to top and tail for a bit. What? You can have a pillow each end. You're only little. You'll fit. We do that at our cousins. Good boys. You're a pair, aren't you? How old are you both? I'm eleven, he's eleven. <laughs> Are you now? And what's your names? I'm Terry. He's Terry. <laughs> I suppose I'll understand you both eventually. Come on, let's give your names in, shall we? Maybe they might work out who you are. My name is Phillips. Only everybody calls me Auntie Rose. Are you taking both of us? I thought your mum had settled that. My son Gwyn's only got another week's leave. You'll be in the passage for a bit. Then you can have his room. A bed each. Ooh, little blondies, aren't you? I like blondies. My Gwyn is dark. So's all our family. Come on, then. Outside. Let's get you in the taxi. Here you are, Jack. We've got two. Brothers. They've got to stay together. Their mam said. And standing outside was this tiny, bald man tanned and rotund, like a hard rubber ball. He can have been no more than five foot. Oh, do, girl, can we fit him in? They'll top and tail. Uh, what about Gwyn and the two soldiers? They might not want Gwyn to... Gwyn won't mind in the least, and nor will the two soldiers. Well, you two boys are small enough. I'm big for my age. Yes, of course you are. He's as tall as you. Yes, I'm not so big myself. I'm a bit, uh, stuggy, as they say, don't you? So, perhaps Rose and me better top and tail, is it? Then you can have our bed. What? Bit stranger, is it? I'll tell you something. We're strangers here too, Rose and me, just like you. So we'll all be strangers together, shall we? You're from London, we're from Wales, all of us dumped down here in Cornwall. What are your names, boys? I'm Terry, he's Terry. <laughs> and how old are you? I'm seven, he's eleven. Have you thought of electing one of you to be chairman? This strange man, 
began pointing at the wrong one of us each time. Now, let's see. You're seven, and you're eleven, and you're Terry, and you're Jack. Don't be silly. He's eleven. Oh, so you're eleven, and you're seven, and you're Jack, and you're Terry. That's right. Thank God we've got that straight. Only seven, are you? Yes. I'm the clever one. Are you now? What are you? I'm the older one. Are you now? The man, much shorter than his wife, who was no great height, had booked the solitary village taxi. Yeah, boys, in you get quick before someone else gets in. Ever ridden in a taxi? I hadn't when I was your age. And we were in the taxi with this odd couple, heading back up the lane, privileged in our vehicle, passing villagers walking home with their new Vaki acquisitions, out into open country again, still towards the setting sun. The man sat in front with the driver, Jack and I behind with Auntie Rose. The man turned round. Have you met Dick, our driver? Are we all right, my beauties? Good evening, Good evening sir. You been busy, Dick? Oh, I tell you what, they be plenty everywhere, they vaggies on them. They all over to St. Neat, Mananiat, St. Oswald, Merrimate, Harrisford, Braddock, Liscard's full. Oh, bloody counties full of them. Giz on. I didn't know they had so many kids in London. What with them and they soldiers from Dunkirk and all we proper overrun. Over fifty in the village and all, they farms round bursting at the seams. There, boys. Do you hear what he says? Uh... What's up? Cat got your tongue? Is he speaking English? <laughs> <laughs> English? Giz on, Willie. Aren't bloody English, just Cornish, my lovely. God's own tongue. Oh, soon I'll be talking it, don't he, Fred? Joe, not living with a Welshman, I won't. I'll tan it out to them. Argloith mouth. <laughs> Welsh heathens, bloody Emmets, and them. Can't speak English no more than we can. Hark at them both. Double Dutches, all either of them can talk. You take no notice, boys. Shh, Jack. Is your name really Jack? Of course it is. What do you think? We're telling fibs. My name's Jack too. We'll have to make sure we don't muddle you two up then, won't we? Do you think you can manage to tell the difference? <laughs> well, what's funny? We look just the same, don't we? He's younger than you. But no, not much. I've got hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You tell him. Ah, oh, cheeky, are we? Reckon he's got your mark, Jack Phillips. And you're redder than him, and fatter, and you talk funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's got you now. Please. I'm sorry. He didn't mean anything. That's all right, boy. He's only saying what he sees and hears. So, you call him Uncle Jack, and I'm Auntie Rose. Ah, oh, two boys. They're a pair, aren't they? I like boys. Less trouble than girls. Oh, girls, oh, you. Nimby Pimby. All tears and temper. We topped the brow of a hill, and there was a lone oak tree. Not very tall, but stark with all the branches blown one way, like a skinny hand pleading to the northeast for relief. Not much further, boys. You'll have all this to walk to school every day. A mile and a bit. They look fine, boys, to me. That won't bother them. We don't mind. Walking's easy. There we are, see? Double boys. That's where we live. We stared across a field at a terrace of Victorian cottages, slate and granite. They looked tiny and grim. Seven of them, as it turned out. How could seven families live in so small a space? That's double boys. Double boys is French. Double bois means two woods, not two boys. Two woods. But we can say two boys now, isn't it? <laughs> There's our house, see? 
Last one on the end. Here we are then. Number seven, Railway Cottages, the home of the Phillips family. We entered and looked in wonder at a shining black range with a cat curled beside it, at a canary in a cage, at a green velvet tablecloth with a little brass dustpan and crumbs brush, at a shapeless sofa, at oil lamps, no electricity here, and at two First World War shells in their cases, over six inches tall, standing on either side of the clock on the mantelpiece. They took our excited attention even more than the cat and the canary. The evening sun lit the room in nearly horizontal shafts full of dust. This room packed with things, smelling of coal smoke and cooking. So, boys, that's Private Wilcox and Private Carter. They're staying with us for a bit. Just got back from Dunkirk, haven't you, lads? Uh, this is Jack and Terry. They're staying with us too, just up from London. Hello, boys. Hello. Hello. Uh, Private Carter doesn't talk so much, uh, do you, David? No, he uh, ain't talking at the minute. Were you really at Dunkirk? No, boys, not too many questions. You give them some peace. That's what they need. Some peace and quiet. Now, where's that cracked tenor of a son of mine? Gwyn! Hello, then. What we got here? Two new members of the family, Jack and Terry. I thought you were getting one. Ah, they was on special offer. <laughs> I told you, Terry. They don't really want us. Oh, this is Jack. He's the nice one. Uh, and this is Terry. He's the uppity one. I'm not uppity. Well, leave them alone, Jack. <laughs> Food boys, you must be famished, are you? A bit. I'm starving. Good. Gwyn, you show them where to wash. Yes, ma'am. Right away, ma'am. Your tiny hands are filthy and she might just lop them off. Outside <laughs> with Gwyn, boys. Wash your hands and face, then you can eat. Jack, you take their things upstairs. Right, come on in, boys. Outside to the washhouse. She goes funny when the sun goes down. <laughs> when the day's at an end, she goes round the bend. My mummy. Ah, right. Form fours, you two. Yes, sir. Attention. Stand up straight. Stomachs in, chests out. Thumbs down your seams. Right turn. And by the left. Quick march. Follow me. Left, left. Get in step there, you horrible man. Left, left. You had a good home when you left. Don't fall over your own feet. Halt. Fall out. Wash. Look, Terry, chickens in there. And Jack, they got a pig. I love pigs. And cows, Jack. Look, over there in that field. There, what you get milk from. We know that. Then we eat them, poor buggers. Who'd be a cow? Or a pig, for that matter. Come on in, in here. Soap is there. Water's in the jug. Pour it in the bowl and wash your hands and scrub your faces. Fa la 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 la. Lather all those awkward places. Fa la 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 la. Why are you always singing? Why not? I might not be here much longer. None of us, perhaps. Why don't you talk the same as Uncle Jack? Well, I might be Welsh, but I grew up here in Cornwall, didn't I? So sometimes I speak Cornish, and sometimes Welsh. <laughs> what regiment are you in? The Welsh regiment, same as Dad was in the last lot. What's the last lot? The last war. The Great War. The war to end wars. 
Dad was in the trenches. Don't ask him about it. He wasn't very impressed. Wounded. Shrapnel. God! Were you Dunkirk, Quinn? Nope. We're still in reserve. <laughs> After the Germans have wiped out all you English, they'll have to deal with us Welsh. We'll sing them to death. <laughs> Are you going to fight the Germans, Gwim, when your leave is over? Nope. Training on Salisbury Plain for us lot. Then more training. It's better than getting killed. How did you become a lance corporal? Initiative. I kissed the sergeant major. <laughs> no, you didn't. Were Private Wilcox and Private Carter really in Dunkirk? Yes, they were. And don't you go asking them too many questions about it. Still a bit shaken up there. Is that why Private Carter keeps staring into space like that? Does he ever actually speak? Shell shock, innit? Now, you stay out of their way, OK? Come on now. We'll empty your water down the embankment. Follow me. I'd walk a million miles if it wasn't for piles, my man. And then came the climax to this day of days. Look, Terry! Trailway! We thought we had died and gone to heaven. Some of them even stop occasionally. And there's a station. Look, down there. Ah, yes, in the cutting. Is that the main line from London to Penzance? Yes. The rural silence of double boys would be shattered at intervals as express trains roared by a few yards below us, steam and smoke belching over the cottages. Local trains chuffed, goods engines shunted. Here's something better. You see up there, that way? Yes. Where? That's the tour. And down there's the coombe. See? It's full of trees. A whole forest. Wow. Can we climb them? Yeah. And there's a river down there. There's rapids and stepping stones and fish, eels, trout, salmon peel. Only don't go in if it's high. It's dangerous. Strong currents. That's nothing. We've got the River Thames where we are. We paddle in it all summer. In the mud. It's enormous. Yeah, but it's not nearly as good. (laughs) I can't impress you with anything, can I? Except for a few cows. Come on, then. In to eat. Attention! Quick march! Follow me, boys! Left! Left! Halt! Sit down. Eat. And keep in step while you do it. All present and correct, ma'am? Shining like new pins? Hmm. I'll be the judge of that. Let's have a look at your hands. Hmm, a lick and a promise. It'll have to do for now, I suppose. Here you are, boys. Eat before you fade away. Hey, there's a railway out there, behind the washhouse. Is there now? Well, that wasn't there yesterday, was it, Gwyn? Didn't see it. Leave him alone (laughs) and sit down. Jack, my Jack, works on the railway boys down in the valley. Do you? In Wales, I was a coal miner. But here he's above ground, thank God. A plate layer. He looks after the tracks. We know what a plate layer is. Our dad works on the railway. Carriage and wagon repair depot, Battersea. Can we come down to the track with you, Mr Phillips, when you're working? Food now, railways tomorrow. I've had mine, ma'am. I'm off out. Oh, Jew, so quick. Can't miss the train. Oh, dear. You're not going all the way to Liscard. Well, there's no pub in the village, is there? Wesleyans have seen to that. Four miles on a train to wet your whistle. It's anti-bloody-diluvian. Jack, not that word. <gasps> You know what antediluvian means, don't you, boys? Not that one. The one in the middle. Wouldn't happen in Wales, Dad, would it? It's worse, eh? The god-botherers close everything on a Sunday. Ha! Don't get thirsty on a Sunday. You won't get a drink till Monday. You're <laughs> mad, aren't you? Always.
say singing? The Welsh invented singing. <laughs> <laughs> We're the world champions. My hain larven had oh, chill. Not that old thing again. Glad by the chantorion and walk Oh, boys, there is a drop off. I go roll ravel with a glad cloth a sand I glad. Glad, Oh, my train. If I miss it, I'll die of thirst. Goodbye, goodbye. Now, poo toodaloo, goodbye, bye. Gwyn's going to be a singer. Going to be? He never stops. A professional one, I mean. Earn his living. I trained him, eh? Better than going down the mines or walking the railway track in all weathers. Mrs Phillips, I've finished. Can I go and see the engine, please? <gasps> oh, yes, me too. I've finished too. Go on, then. They haven't finished their dinner. Never mind. They'll soon get over trains living here. I think we got the right boys, Jack. Don't you? They're a fine pair. I'll teach them to sing. And then get them in the church choir where they learn some more. Let's make some use out of God, eh? It'll do them good to go to church on Sundays. You too. <laughs> Just imagine us now, quite a family, quite a clan. One going soon, but two take his place. We'll just have to change our plans. Bright enough to learn to sing, and I can teach those boys. Once I've licked them into shape, we'll try for the silver voice. Don't go thinking that they've come here For you to boss them about I know that I was only joking I won't scold, I'll be good as gold And they'll remember, we'll remember As the time goes by Strangers can be best of friends If they can only try That night, in the secrecy of the tiny hall On a borrowed mattress on the floor Jack and I stared at Mum's postcard And considered our code How many kisses shall we put? I vote three I don't know Come on here, you two What's all this? Up a down door into bed Who's going at which end? Can I go at this end in the corner? All right with you, young Jack? Well, yes, but he should... What? Will there be enough air for him in the corner? He's ever so small. Uh, smaller than he looks. I'm not! I think there will, boy. We'll open the window, is it? Thank you. He won't tell you, but he's always getting coughs. Asthma. I don't. Not much. All right, all right, young'un. I won't tell anyone. Now listen you, Jack... We'll open the window. There'll be lots of air and he'll be able to breathe there in the corner. You take my word. I know about asthma. Is that all right? Oh, yes. Thank you, Mrs Phillips. Did your mum tell you to see about the air for your brother? No. You thought of it yourself? Yes. Did you now? You're a fine boy. Perhaps you're the clever one after all. He's not. Not at lessons. I am. I see. 
Right then, into bed, both of you. Oh, no, wait a minute. Have you said your prayers? No. no. Oh, my Jack's a heathen too. But I'll say a prayer for both of you. In you get. Look, boys, if you want to go during the night, you've got this pot here. You see? Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Mrs Phillips. <laughs> Our granny's got one of them. <laughs> Do you want me to give you a good night kiss, boy? Ugh. Thank you very much for asking, Mrs Phillips. Let's plump up your pillows. Now, Auntie Rose, I said to call me, right? But you're not our auntie. Our auntie is in Peckham. No, no, I'm not. You're right. You call me Auntie Rose when you want to, is it? That's your pillows all nice. Oh, it's ever so soft in here. There, look at you. As snug as bugs in a rug. <laughs> what? That's what we say. As snug as a bug in a rug. Only there's two bugs in my rug. <laughs> I'm not a bug. He's a bugger sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mrs... Um, he didn't mean to say that. He's just stupid sometimes. I'm not, you are. Well, he's young, isn't he? When he gets to your age, he'll know better. Now, I'm going to put out the candle if you're ready. Could you leave it, please? Don't you like the dark? No, it's not that. we got to, um, do something. What's this card under the pillow? No, please. We've got to send this card to Mum and Dad. You can do that in the morning. We want to do it tonight. By ourselves. But you can't post it till tomorrow. Please, we want to. All right, then. You do it tonight. By yourselves. That's right. You got something to write with? Yes. Here, a pencil. All right, then. I'll leave the candle and then come back to put it out. We don't want a fire, do we? Your mum wouldn't like that. How many kisses? I vote three. What would Mum and Dad think of it here? Don't know. No electricity. They wouldn't like that. I don't care. There's no bathroom. I don't care. Outside love, all they have. I can't go in an outside love. I don't mind. I don't care. What if it's freezing cold out there? That's what the pot's for, don't you see? I vote one. I vote three. Squashed up in it, I don't care Kisses on a postcard, we must write Something we've got to do tonight Kisses on a postcard, what'll they show? Only mum is going to know What about Gwyn? Gwyn's not bad Even though you can see he's mad Auntie Rose, what are you saying? She says weird things but she's okay Not Uncle Jack though, he plays rough Pulled my hair, called me scruff Kisses on a postcard, what do we do? I still say three Well, I say two Kisses on a postcard, three, two, one Better be quick or it won't get done If we put lesson three, Mum and Dad will think it's rotten here They'll be worried Yeah, well, there's the trains, they're good And the station, right next to us That's terrific Hey, wait, I've just remembered Hens! What about hens? Eggs, stupid. Real eggs. Not that horrible powdery stuff. Eggs for you, eggs for me. Eggs for breakfast, supper and tea. Poached or baked, scrambled or fried. A board with soldiers on the side. What do you say now? What's your score? All right, three. I say four. You can't. Why not? 
Mum only said up to three. But don't you see, the more kisses we put, the more happy they're going to be. Yeah, it's terrific here really, isn't it? Like being on holiday, only there's no sea. We don't have to stop at four. Let's do hundreds. Yeah. Kisses on a postcard, one by one. All round the edges, this is fun. Kisses on a postcard, squashed up tight. Telling Mum that we're all right. asleep and they've covered the card in kisses. Night night boys. All right Yanari. thank you for listening to Kisses on a Postcard. To get the rest of the show go directly to kissesonapostcard.bandcamp.com. That's kissesonapostcard.bandcamp.com. Right on then pard, cheery bye. One more time. Kisses on a postcard.bandcamp.com. Now, gotta get on. Catch you and on. <laughs>